In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Hey, welcome to the special edition of the 300th episode of the Garlic Marketing Show. This one is just part of a larger video that we put together on, on YouTube. We wrote an article on LinkedIn, and this is one segment, it's a little more expanded, but if you wanna see all of it all together, just make sure to go over to our Story Cruise LinkedIn and check out the entire video. Plus, of course, make sure to subscribe. We're gonna be pushing a lot of these videos out and doing a lot more great marketing information and stories now in this new season of the Garlic Marketing Show. Welcome back to the 300th edition series of the Garlic Marketing Show. I am Garlic here, and we are talking today with Darren McGarrow of DSM Agency. We're gonna talk about one of the best things lawyers and professionals can do to get in front of high-end clients that costs zero money. Uh, before we get started, of course, the 300th episode is brought to you by storycruise.com. If you're looking to really get out there with video marketing, you can find videographers, editors, and marketers that know video all around the uh, world, just go to storycruise.com. All right, Mr. Darren Magaro, who's very not Irish. <laughs> We're going to talk about, you know, how to get in front of your ideal clients and build a personal brand um, on one of the hottest social networks out there. But before we get started, let's talk a little bit about DSM, what you guys do, because it's, it, you, you work with some big companies and we were talking, I love your data driven, but do a lot of stuff. Tell me about what you guys do. Yeah, thanks. I'm um, Darren McGarrow. Uh, founder of DSM. We're an agency based out of Mawa, New Jersey. Um, as we were kind of speaking about the world and sort of, oops, sorry about that, where, and, and where it's going, um, it's all about data. It's about failing fast. We've kind of mastered that over time. Um, obviously putting out a quality product is important. The design element, we have you know designers in-house, but you can have the greatest design. And if your strategy sucks, the results are probably gonna suck too. Um, so what we've done is built a really cool agency. I was telling you before, we're an enclave for New York City expats. We have, um, we've all made, a, all 15 of us have really made a conscious decision to, um, to have a work-life balance. Uh, it's kind of the foundational element of the agency. Um, but we've built up a really cool team that uh, really enjoys what we do. Um, obviously we haven't been together a lot over the last 12 months due to the pandemic, uh, in the, in the office, but over the, the last few weeks, we've sporadically been able to get back in uh, a few members at a time. And when people on your team, you know, come in, pop into your office and they're like, I miss this, you know, that's, it's really cool. And it's kind yeah. of what it's, what it's all about. So that's um, awesome. And I think that's important for a client to understand your culture because that culture dictates the level of work and dictates the quality of work. It dictates the caring for a client, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, 
anybody who's around us, and obviously, like I said, it's been a, a little bit different over the last 12 months, but prior to that, our clients, um, the word we use is family. Um, they really do. We have some clients, the agency turned 14 in February, and I have one particular client, you know, men's haberdashery. I was telling you about a men's clothing store that they've been our, they were probably our first big client um, going back to the early days of DSM. And um, they're still with us. And, you know, my buddy Ralph is like a brother to me and his dad's like a second dad. Um, so that's really important. Love it. The longevity is important. The fact that you, and you're rounded out, which I like, you know, and have the skill sets, but also have, you know, been around because there's so many of these people that are like, I'll be your agency that have been around six months. And it's not just about being able to do the work. It's also about being able to run the agency, I think for clients. Um, mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> there, there's a lot of mistakes that have gone into over the last 14 years that have gotten us to a process that we have today that works really well. I also think a foundational piece, and you know, you can probably attest to this, the agency is built on the people that you have and how well they work together. And it's as the team expands, it's about understanding what your strengths and your weaknesses are. And when you see and can actually get out of your own way for those weaknesses and put people in place that are good, that are better at certain skills than you are, that's when, that's when it flourishes. That's like, yeah. that's like the golden ticket. And, and then you get results for clients. Yeah. And before we get into, you know, in, 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 talking about personal brand, just tell us about a few, some of the success stories that you have. I mean, obviously it's on, you know, you go to the dsmgroup.com, you can see their success stories, but I just want a few of the things that you guys have done that you're proud of. Whew. Oh, so many things. Um, I think there's a few, um, work-related things like the, the clients that we've had, the relationships that we built. The, the, one of the big things over the last 12 months really is the overall running of the agency. Um, we were able to keep everybody on. We didn't have to let anybody go. We didn't have to furlough anybody. Um, that was a Herculean task. Our CFO, Charlene, gets you know all the credit for that. I mean, she was working her tail off to try to make sure that we kept the nucleus intact. Um, and I think that drove our success. Um, we've had countless stories over the years of, you know, data driven results, you know, of producing awesome, you know, establishing really good KPIs and then blowing the doors off of, you know, like 20% goals and you're hitting 340%, you know, over that number. And, you know, and again, that's a testament to our team. Um, the thing that I'm most proud of uh, about this, the, this 14 year journey is, is the people and the relationships. Um, you coming from kind of the same background I did in our previous lives of being in a, a New York city, big agency. I could probably be doing that, probably be making a ton more money. Um, probably be way more miserable with my commute. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, as I've, as I've gotten, married as i've had kids i'm able to coach my son in baseball and football like all these experiences that i traded for because i didn't just go after the money um or that life um, are the things that i'm most proud of i think awesome 
Awesome. So let's get into, you know, building a personal brand, like professional services. Why should they build a personal brand? And then let's, you know, what can it result in? And, and let's get into, you know, talking about LinkedIn and using that. Any one of our clients, whether it's, you know, blue collar service based, white collar service based, whatever, you know, whatever you're talking about. And again, as an agency, as we were speaking about, we're kind of like agnostic. We're not B2C or B2B. We work across the board. Um, I think the number one, the number one most important thing is establishing KPIs and then, you know, learning and failing fast to achieve those goals. What's even more important for specifically like a white collar service based business is to build brand authenticity, um, just by producing really good content, um, at the core of what we do, usually it's a video that's chopped up 56 different ways and put on. Instagram or, you know, Facebook or Google ads or whatever, you know, on a blog post, um, that 360 kind of amplification, like the circle of life process or whatever, um, that, that is at the core of our success, but even more important, it's something that we preach to our clients is get out there and build your personal brand and do it in a way that is authentic. I know it's like a buzzword today and it's cliche, <laughs> but like, if there's nothing worse, especially in a, in a service-based business like that, if somebody sees one person on an ad and then comes across the person as a totally different sort of personality when they, when they meet you, uh, to me, it's kind of, there's nothing more off-putting. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to see what I get. And I, I, I want it to be, and again, I, I know you're on a video or whatever it may be, or I try to the best way I can explain it, and not everybody's comfortable doing this. When I get out there on my own personal branding, I try to be vulnerable. Um, mm. I'm at a place in my career and my life where, and this wasn't always the case. I, I, this is not for everybody. Um, I'm okay with my failures. You know, I, I, in my entrepreneurial journey, there are many times that I have failed. There are many times that um, I have I have not done, or I do things differently now that I did maybe 10, 12 years ago. That being said, um, I'm okay. I've never come across somebody on my LinkedIn feed. And again, I post a lot of content sometimes. It, it ebbs and flows. I've never come across somebody that's like, wow, you're way too vulnerable. Like you're putting yeah. yourself out there and, you know, but, but that authenticity, I think, is really important for a brand and, and have it actually be you. Like, I, I, to me, there's nothing that's more powerful than, than putting yourself out there and having somebody see a failure or see who you really are. It doesn't hurt. I agree with that completely. I mean, the authenticity, the vulnerability, that's what people are going to remember. How do you go about finding that vulnerable and going, okay, this is the thing I need to put out there. Um, one of my most vulnerable moments over the last year. Um, so October 16th is always a really hard day for me. Uh, it's the, you know, th this past year was the 25th anniversary of my dad's passing. And in July of last year, I lost my mentor. Uh, he actually was down in Florida um, at the villages, uh, suddenly wasn't expecting it. Uh, and 
I put a video out there just saying, you know, when you're not, I, I guess at the moment when you're not expecting it is the moment that it becomes the most powerful. I just put a video out on LinkedIn and I just, it had nothing to do with work. It just like, make sure the people in your life know why they're important to you. Cause I lost somebody and I never got the opportunity to, to tell them that I loved them. You know, I mean, I mean, I told, he knew it. He's known me, he knew me since I was three years old, but I never got that like opportunity for closure. And that post was just a simple video of me sitting out on my, you know, on my fire pit out outside. And it got like 12,000 views. Wow. And you know, like I wasn't, I wasn't putting it out there for the purposes of business. There was no content in there that told people about good marketing. It was just a moment in time that I, I felt something strongly. I put it out there. And sometimes it doesn't need to have the value that you think it has with regards to being strictly business related. Mm -hmm. um, I think crossing over in that personal connection and getting that vibe from, from somebody as well is, is super important. I, I, I agree. And, you know, I think people are scared that a, it's not professional, but it, 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 it people buy from people. And if someone, you know, if, if you put something that's you out there and someone doesn't want to work with you, that's better, right? Because of it. <laughs> part, part, part of our, part of our vetting process as an agency, we do, um, basically it, we do an intro, a 30 minute intro with me, um, to make sure that the customer's going to vibe with us. Yep. And we do an hour long, um, marketing discovery that establishes KPIs and lets our strategy director kind of get a feel for the potential client. And then from there, that's, that happens all before they ever get a proposal. Um, and that vetting process has provided more success for our agency because it's not that we don't want to be helpful, but if we don't get a good vibe or we don't get a good feeling that a potential client's, you know, goals, and the way they work aligns with ours, it's probably not going to be a good fit. And we've saved ourselves a lot of, you know, hassle and heartache. Um, and, we, you know, we can help them find somebody else who might be a better fit for them. But that's almost, that, that's more important than finding the right clients is vetting yep. the ones that aren't going to be a good fit. Yeah. You, I mean, agency world, you spend a lot of time with those people, sometimes more time than your family. Right. Yep, <laughs> and, uh, and they can, the wrong ones can tear apart your agency and your lawyer. If you're a lawyer, a doctor, a dentist, anyone, the wrong clients, the wrong patients can tear apart your business. And you don't even know it because it can upset your best, your best team members. And I think that's great. And the vulnerability part, you know, attracts the right ones and pushes away the wrong ones. Um, I, I think what you said was, was spot on. Um, people buy from people. I don't yep. care if it's a widget or a service. Um, the people that resonate with me, like I said, there's nothing more off putting than getting somebody on camera and then talking to them for the first time. And they're a different person. Like yeah. the, the, the chance of me buying from them or using their service is like slim to none. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also on a side note, you know, cause we do a lot of video too. I mean, and people are like, Oh, I'm too heavy or I'm too this, I'm too that. No one really cares. And if someone does care that, about the way you look that much, you probably don't want to work them with them either. Right. <laughs> well, I, you know, and it's a, obviously it's a personal conversation, but like 
you know, your weight has nothing to do with your lawyer skills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, unless you're, you're going to be a lawyer for competitive eating. Like I, I my, 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 the lawyers <laughs> that I have in my life and my buddies, like all, oh. all shapes and all sizes. Yeah. If anything, if someone's too pretty, you're kind of like, oh, is there, are they going to be that good of a lawyer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally agree with that one. Oh, uh, Darren, this has been awesome. So yeah. And one last question. Um, how much would you say some like an attorney, a doctor, dentist, a professional billion personal brand, how much should they be posting on LinkedIn? Um, it varies. I, I would say I, consistency is paramount. Um, but you tend to see, I, like I said, for me, I kind of go through ebb and flows, you know, when mm -hmm. there's things in my life that resonate with me or I think resonate with me, you know, a post like when my mentor passed away, got 12,000 views. I put other stuff out there that resonated with me that got 63 views. Um, it, you know, you shouldn't be posting because of that, but the value, I think it's more important that the stuff you're bringing to the table um, has value, uh, has value, um, whether it be per personal or professional. Um, and there should be some sort of consistency, but it varies. You know, with some clients that we have, it's a post every, every day. Some others, it's, you know, every day would be like, you, they'd have no audience. Cause it just, there's no value to it. Mm -hmm. um, so it varies, but I think as you find your groove, you'll begin to see a, um, you'll begin to see sort of a, a good cadence evolve. You know, for me, my cadence evolved over time. It's when the moment strikes me, I've mm -hmm. found that putting professional stuff out there that has value. Sometimes it resonates. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then on other times, things that I don't even think are, or me just kind of getting something out of my head and I'm putting it out there into the world. Um, oh my gosh, it gets 12,000 views because people are going through the same thing that I am. Yeah. Um, I, I think between professional and personal, it's, it's about finding people where they are. And that's what you think. And another great real quick, before we, we end up here, um, a, a tip that we give a lot of our clients is think about the top 50 questions that you're getting asked. Just answer them. Yeah. Um, you can make content. You'd have three, three years of content <laughs> on that, you yeah. know, um, yeah. but answer the questions bluntly, honestly, be, uh, be value, be of value and, and be honest. And I love think it. That, that's a good way to kind of, Go about it. It's and it's simple, but it, you know, if one person asks that question, a hundred more people have that question in their mind. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Well, Darren, thank you so much for being on this special edition. We can check you out at the dsmgroup.com and probably follow you on LinkedIn as well. Correct? On LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, I don't know what my handles are on all them. I think on Instagram, <laughs> I'm Dare, I'm Dare Bear, but. Yeah, you can, if anybody wants to reach out, like I said, um, on LinkedIn, um, you can find me there or on our website, there's a link on our, on my about page and reach out and I answer every email that I get. Love it. Love it. Well, Darren, thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Ian. Thanks for having me.
And thank you all for uh, joining us on this special edition. Make sure to follow Darren, make sure to check it out and make sure to start posting and being vulnerable and being authentic on your LinkedIn and start getting it out there. Uh, this has been Iron Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video, you know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.